Welcome back to the Starting Five Podcast. Been off for a little bit, enjoying the Canada Day weekend. Enjoying hours of work, but it is podcast time. So we are going to jump right back into it like we never left. A lot of stuff has happened in NBA free agency since the podcast was last on, so gonna bring on Mo to talk about that and also bring it on a special guest a sports writer by the name of Ahmed Saeed who writes for nextgensports.ca we're gonna have a little talk with him about the free agents who signed where D Wade Dwight Kevin Durant special thanks to him we told him we'd only keep him on for 20 minutes and it ended up being an hour so Thanks for being a good sport. We had a good time. Also want to thank Anotic for providing all the music for this show and for every show. And we're going to get down to business. Dave, what do we what was one of the models on this show? So we are bringing on a special guest today, a uh, up-and-coming writer, and uh, <laughs> wanted to talk a little bit about how you started. What what got you uh, falling well, in love with with sports writing? Basically, what got me really I, I knew I was like really interested in sports, but basically, you know, as high school's been going on, I know like obviously I'm not going to be an NBA or anything like that, right? So might as well just use my talent somewhere and just write about something that I actually love to like watch and uh, play and just talk about. So uh, I realize that though, because a lot of people in this day and age don't realize that they're not going to make the NBA. So some people right now, 24, 25, think they're going to get three. So they're exactly, yeah, exactly. So basically, you know, obviously I knew I wouldn't be doing any professional sports, but might as well try your best to get involved and stuff like that. So, uh, really, like, Prime and I were basically going to be starting up our own, uh, like, covering the school sports teams next year. And then, right now, I'm writing for nextgensports.ca. So, basically, I'm just writing a bunch of articles as much as I can on various NBA and, like, topics right now. And so, I came out with my first article last week that's been published about the uh, top 10 underrated, most underrated phrases in the NBA. And uh, hopefully, you know, I just continue on from there. Which is really relevant to what's happening this week because the NBA free agent was this week and a lot of stupid shit happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> stupid shit. I can't believe it. Goddamn. No, money's, money's just been thrown around recently. But we'll, we'll talk about the, the different people who signed where. When it comes to your sports writing, who's, uh, who's, who's your main influences? Uh, influences when it comes to sports writing, basically, uh, if you look at, like, well, personally, I'm a big Miami Heat fan, so looking at, like, some Miami, like, based writers, like a guy named Ethan Skolnick, okay. uh, as well as, like, I'm, I'm a big Bleach Report, like, kind of guy, I read a lot of their <laughs> articles anywhere, and, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just doing a bunch of reading, basically. 
Is there, do you have a favorite sports book, any sport really, just a, a, a sports book that really kind of spoke to you in a different way? I can't specifically, I can't go with one book, but I'm a big fan of like all of Shaq's books that he's had or a D-Wade book that I came out with a couple of years ago and stuff like that. So whatever's on the shelf basically about sports, I'm going to read it. Right. And uh, you said that you you play you you, know, you played ball throughout school, but you you knew you weren't going to do anything in professional ranks. I'm I'm in the same way. Um, who would you compare your game to? Uh, if I had to compare my game to somebody, uh, I have to compare my game to uh, Sean Livingston. Oh, okay. Basically, if you look at it, I'm a tall, lanky, Somalian, and basically, you know, I'm all about the uh, jump shots and stuff like that. So. I like that. 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 Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't play like anybody because I have the most broken game <laughs> where if if I feel like I can shoot, I'm going to shoot a thousand times and not care. And if I feel like I can't shoot, I literally will just be in the post all day. So yeah. there's no comparison to a game where I, 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 I'm, well, if, I, if, I, if anything, I would compare my, my mentality to... <laughs> Like a Sean Banyan, like like where I just try to get into people's head and just have like some weird in in inner inner battles with people. That's 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 what I'm. I'm not giving you Shane Banyan. You play no defense. I have one. <laughs> no, I, I play zero defense. Why well, play defense when you score hundred points? I have, I have I have a good comparison for you, Antoine Jameson. <laughs> the perfect stretch four, eh? Yeah. <laughs> that's what you play okay. like. Um, you you had said that you're a Miami Heat fan. Um, yes, sir. Which is, that it, it's it's a pretty hot topic. Um, Dwayne Wade, a guy who's been on your team for 13 years, deciding to go to Chicago. How do you feel as a Miami Heat fan? Did you see it coming? Well, were you upset? Like. You see, you could see it coming. Basically, last year's negotiations didn't go too well. Pat Riley. Then you look at this year. Pat Riley basically undercutted him with the first the ten million dollar extension. Yeah. You see how Pat Riley paid Hassan Whiteside. He paid whatever to Chris Bosh like one hundred twenty one million. Yeah. He paid Goran Dragic eighty five million. He paid all these guys before he actually paid his. Wait, wait, basically the most important well, the contract though when he when he, uh, he gave he signed this the contract he gave Chris Bosch the five year right yeah so so like I don't think you had appreciated him making him like whatever priority he was and then if you look at even though you gave him a two year what forty million dollar deal they opted up that's considering what Dwayne Wade did in the playoffs against Charlotte and Toronto you have to consider you get a pay raise so. I don't blame him for leaving Miami, but with his age right now and everything like that, I don't blame Pat Riley for thinking that it's time to move on. No, I, I, like clearly it's been said, but I think Pat Riley was looking at the Kobe situation and say, I, I don't want any part of that. 
I don't want to be exactly, watching. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to watch Dwayne Wade be jacking up jump shots and and missing well, layups. Well, that's not Dwayne's game, though. Realistically speaking, not having him there still impacts your team. It impacts it greatly. Yeah, it's true. Like the veteran like presence, you know, the the leadership and everything like that, the clutch situations, but. Where, I just where are they really going to go? Because you bring back Wade again. You're going to have Wade, Bosch. It's going to be the same team. Bosch is going to be back, hopefully. Whiteside's back. Well, but we don't know Bosch's basically, basically, what you do yeah. know is Dragic and Whiteside. And then basically, I guess, Tyrell is banking on the uh, development of Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow. Right, right. And then today, today they, they signed a couple of players who signed... Your man, uh, Moe, they signed James Johnson. <laughs> oh, really? James, uh, the Raptors, James Johnson. Yeah, Raptors, uh, James Johnson. Damn, I liked him. Too, well, good, good for him. Good for him. Not, not in this playoff. Yeah, no. They, we didn't use him. But, yeah, I agree that Pat Riley, because you look at Miami's situation, I think for the next two years after 17, 18, 19 draft, they owe their picks. So exactly, yeah. my my thinking is bottom out now. It, you know, see see what you have with Justice Winslow. Um, see what you have as a team, and then you know try to get a high draft pick, and then you can go back because they kind of made a mistake after LeBron left, not bottoming out there. I think it was Riley's old school demeanor of you know I got to come back and try to beat LeBron, but truthfully he should have bottomed out at that point. He 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 kind of yeah. belabored it, but. Um, do you believe in uh, Hassan Whiteside? Do you think he's he's a legit player? Uh, well, he's legit, actually. If you're gonna if you're gonna average twelve, eleven, and four blocks a game, uh, like, and considering he was the what third, maybe third or fourth option on the team last year, and then what he did in the playoffs, uh, I can't see why he's not legit. Yeah. Question is, does he give you the Marcus Cousins numbers, where the center is your most important play piece? That, do, do I, I don't know. I don't know any big man that can actually like compare to the most. <laughs> well, not, not the just the three point line and whatnot, but like in, in the, the stat sheet. Is he going to give you twenty and ten? Whiteside's going to give you eighteen, like fourteen next year. I'm guessing eighteen and fourteen. I'm anywhere in eighteen, maybe eighteen and twelve, but something like that. Yeah. There's a difference between the skill and the will, big guys, and he's the will. He's he doesn't. He's not going to back anybody down and do some. Post fadeaway, he's gonna get offensive rebounds. That's what he's there for. You can't compare him to Demarcus Cousins. No, I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't say so. I didn't never compare him as the player. Where he's he has to be the option. You still have Drogic. He's still you know you're gonna see what well, Winslow can do. Give the ball. Well, Drogic showed us that he can freaking play in the playoffs. That he can just yeah. run the team. This year, Miami didn't really run the team considering D-Wade was always the number one option, right? Yeah, yeah, and. And you know, do we need the ball in his hands basically to, to function? Unless he has LeBron there, he'll play off the ball. But it's going to be about everyone just stepping up in Miami. Now for Chicago, uh, this team it looks nice, kind of on paper, but on paper it also kind of looks stupid. I mean, their backcourt can't weird. shoot. Their backcourt can't shoot. Yeah, there's no spacing on the floor. <laughs> What, like what is what is the ceiling for Chicago? Because I like the Derrick Rose deal. If Chicago was going to trade Jimmy Butler after, and then they were just going to bottom out, but they're kind of suffering from heat syndrome, where they're like, we we're not going to bottom out. We're just going to keep on being a first, second round exit. Um, do you like this Miami team? Or I'm, I'm sorry, the Chicago, Miami, Chicago, 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 not Miami, Chicago. See, I like the pieces. I just don't like the fit of the pieces. Because if you look at it. Yeah, Jay Butler playing small forward, that's, that's pretty good. He'll probably lock up most people. But 
if you have Rondo and D-Way backcourt, like, that's completely no spacing whatsoever. Robin Lopez, he has to stay inside the paint. And Mirtich, he's, yeah, he can face the floor, but he's a pretty streaky shooter. What don't you think, don't you think how they're going to play is, like you said, they're going to, where Jimmy's the first option, wherever, wherever, if he has a smaller, like a smaller guard or whoever's playing, I guess you just back him down. Or don't you think they're just going to play a pick and roll with Lopez, where D Wade and Ronald just slash and kick, where Mirtich on the stain on the fucking three point line? Well, that could work. Do you expect actually Robin Lopez to actually do that, though? You cannot be in the post when D Wade and Rondo have to penetrate the pass and have to penetrate the finish. Rondo does not finish. Yeah, Rondo's gonna pass. That's all. Rondo has do. to have the ball to slash. But where can Robin Lopez be? He has to be in the paint. Well, he, he can't might, be outside the paint. You might not even. You might not even play full thirty minutes because you can't yeah. play off five together the whole day together. No, not the whole day, but the whole and, game. I'm not gonna work. And if you look at the rest of the Bulls roster, they got like what? Bobby Portis, Taj yep. Gibson. They got a bunch of front court pieces hey, that, that can't space, space the floor. Taj Gibson, well, that, that's in the future. But Taj Gibson is apparently in trade talks for uh, Terrence Ross. So I, I think he's one of the... He's been, in, he's been in trade talks since three three years now. Yeah, I think the Bulls are definitely going to be trading one of their big guys. I don't think they're going to have all those big... But they're going to go a more, a more small ball kind of offense. Meritage of four, and they're just going to try to... Which, again, doesn't make much. You can go small ball, but usually when you're going small ball, you have shooters. This is a team of Rondo, exactly. <laughs> Rondo and Wade who you can't play Rondo off the ball because he's then absolutely fucking useless. Exactly. So, yeah, Chicago. He's not happening. He tried playing off the ball in Dallas. He basically quit on the team. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, he got sent home. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> don't need you. Just, just go home, Rondo. Just, we don't need you. But yeah, Chicago, they, they should be good, but probably first, second round exits. I, I think Chicago is going to be the same as New York and it's going to have to take till December to figure out how the fuck they're going to play together. All right, let's jump to New York. See, then. the problem with New York is there's just everybody on that team needs the ball, except maybe for Courtney Lee. Because yeah. Carmelo's going <laughs> to take his shots. D. Rose is going to take his shots. Chris Stapp is going to need his shots. So... Are you not a believer? I don't know how they can divide that. Are you not a believer in this New York team? Are you are you not looking at them and saying, you know, maybe maybe some playoffs? How many games do you think Duro is going to play next year? What's the over? Uh, yeah. How many games do you think? How many games do you think Carmelo Anthony is going to play next year? Sixty-two. I say. And how many yeah. games do you think Joe Kimmel is going to play next year? Like fifty. <laughs> so that's that's not a winning recipe, in my opinion. Please. But let me let me explain to you. This is this is this is how this is this is what I think is going to happen. Truthfully speaking. I think what they're going to do is from October to December, maybe, maybe, maybe even up to January, because Carmelo's going to get his all-star ballot. He's going to get his 22 points. I think what they're going to focus on is the play with Gustav. I think they're really going to try to develop him, have him as the second option, have D-Rose. D-Rose knows his position, where he's not no longer an MVP candidate. He's no longer a top 10 player. He's a guy that needs to get his confidence back. Hey, man, this is a change of scenery. You're going to play how you play. We know you can play when you can play. Take it easy, and when the time comes, you're going to explode. Now let's play this young boy. Let's get this game running, and let's win some games and finally make it to the Eastern Conference. Not finals, but let's make it to the playoffs. You, is D-Rose a facilitator even? I don't think so. No, no, he's not. You know, I he's think not. he's gonna. Uh, D Rose probably will be 
the third or third option, maybe even the fourth option in the starting lineup. And with those those weird lineups where Carmelo's not playing and on the bench where he he's gonna be in the second unit too. I think he's gonna play some second unit and he's gonna be the first option in the second unit. Yeah, I see what you mean. So you you you're like the only one who's actually hopeful for the Knicks. Because I think I, I, it looks like the Knicks are no longer Carmelo and Jose Calderon. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like the Knicks have players now. They have players, yeah, and it, it's the East where it's still not as competitive, so you I have a chance. Want, I don't want to see. I, I need some new blood in the Eastern playoffs. Like I'm so I feel tired. I feel. Um, I don't want to see Charlotte. Charlotte cannot be in the playoffs. Fuck you, Charlotte. They're not. Get the fuck away. I don't think they're making it. No, Charlotte's going to make it for sure. No, I don't like Walker. They're making it for sure. I don't, I, I don't like watching them. Kemba, Kemba Walker and who? I mean, yeah, you, there's nobody else. Nick Batum had a good year. Courtney Lee, who was okay, is gone. Yeah, but last year, who, who was it? It was just Kemba Walker. And they made the playoffs, right? That was, Kemba's a, a, that was a really bad East. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a Michael Kidd Gilchrist coming back this year too, which is oh, pretty underrated. No one's talking about. If he can shoot, I I don't care for shoot. He's a defensive stopper, and for you to even for people to even say, "Oh, we got our defense is back, we're gonna win," I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> well, yeah, huge team there too. Yeah, who else in the playoffs? I don't want to see Atlanta. Bye. Atlanta's Atlanta. making it. Atlanta's making it. I don't want to see them, though. That's a good segue. You know really no one's talking about right now? Indiana. The news Indiana's made. I like Indiana. Oh, God, yeah. I oh, like yeah. Indiana. Top three seed, I think. They got a, they got a squad down there. Indiana's been making some good Jeff Teague in there. Dad they got Paul George, you know, like. Yeah, you still can't respect that they fired the coach, though. Nate well, yeah, Nate fun, I don't think it was about firing the coach. Not like, like, Frank Vogel, like. He didn't really take him anywhere, if you think of it. But I understand why he couldn't take him anywhere. He's two years ago with LeBron's Miami team. With a different team. Yeah, he, he had a different team. He had a better defensive team. This was just Paul no, George I'm and nothing. I'm telling you, he's a caliber of player that can be the number one seed in a conference with probably the best team in your conference. He's a good coach. I like him. I think he's a good coach. He should do well in the Orlando Magic. Paul George is back, man. What he did in the playoffs... Yeah, Paul you know, George. Toronto fans especially should actually thank Paul George because what Paul George did to DeMar DeRozan in the first round made DeMar DeRozan able to play for the Eastern Conference Finals. It, it was a really good call for him. He whooped him. He killed him. <laughs> he he, beat he goddamn him. He beat him. on him. The Hawks, they, uh, yeah. they made a few changes. They dropped Al Horford, put in uh, Dwight Howard. Is that going to work? A horrible move. <laughs> horrible move for Atlanta. Horrible move. All right, why, 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 why do you think this move is so horrible? What has Dwayne Howard done for a good team ever since he left Orlando? Absolutely zero. I cannot say nothing. Yeah, zero. That's the argument. I, I, he's, he's cried in, in his asked for a change of scenery. How many change of scenery do you need before you can be successful? And then now he's looking at the wrong side of thirty back problems, knee problems. Can't still can't make free throws. So. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play the advocate for Dwight. He left, went to L.A. Bad situation yeah. because expectations. You brought in Nash, you brought in Dwight to play with Kobe. Kobe doesn't get along with anybody, so the two of them clashed. Kobe went down with the that was the first year Kobe went down with that Achilles, so they had no Kobe in the playoffs. Got killed by the Spurs. Yeah. Went to Houston, 
James Harden emerges. James Harden is a guy now who loves to play one on five. Doesn't doesn't get anybody involved in any offense. Maybe he was just in two bad situations. He's on Atlanta now where he's the guy. He's the man in the middle. He's got a point guard in Dennis Schroeder who probably is the best point guard he's ever played with. Should get him the ball. All he's got to go out there and do is is rebound, play defense. Why can't this work? Well, he hasn't ever been. Yeah. Well, when was the last time you can say Dwight Howard was fully healthy? Orlando. Orlando, yeah. Yeah. So, well, okay. Like, let's say he, if he is healthy this year, is Atlanta not a top four seed? No. 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 Well, you're gonna have to think of it like Dwight Howard as. If you're in a close game with Atlanta, what do you, you have to take them out of five minutes left in the fourth quarter, basically, right? That And basically what Al Warford gave you on Atlanta was basically a stretch five almost, right? With whatever, Dwight Howard, he's basically going to be clogging and paying no free throws. You can say, can you even call him a top five rebounder in the NBA now? No. Maybe not. I, I, I want to see him healthy. If he's healthy, healthy, yes. If he's healthy, yes. I'm, I'm going to say if Dwight is healthy, Howard is healthy. He's still yes. a top five shot block in the NBA like he used to be. I, I don't think so. It's all in health. If he's still healthy, Dwight Howard is still a good center. Who I who I, I wouldn't give a Matt's contract to, but I'd still pay. Exactly, yeah. Um, he's basically an above average center at this point in his career. Yeah. I agree. Quickly, let's talk about Mo Spurs. They made one move. Pau Gasol. That's it. Are you happy with that? That's all we need. Of course I'm happy with that. We talk, and we have pretty much a compliment to LaMarcus Aldridge. Well, LaMarcus Aldridge can do so much damage, and Paul Gasol is one of the smartest passers and the smartest players. This team, this team though, can't... He's going to rebound. Sorry? It looks nice. The team looks nice on paper. Your team still can't beat Golden State. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not saying we're going to win. <laughs> it looks good. We're gonna be the number two seed in the in the East. I mean the West. Congratulations. Sorry. That means nothing. Easily. That means nothing. Easily, and we're not gonna be beat by OKC this year, so we're gonna be the West <laughs> one side. There's a lot of teams OKC is gonna lose too. I, I I like the move just from a culture standpoint, but again, it's not gonna do anything. No, let me tell you something. This is a great transition to the by far the most damaging thing to, in sports history. KD to Golden State. When that happened, everyone's playing for next year. It doesn't matter. It actually does not matter. It's unfair. What were you? It, it is unfair. What? In a way, it's unfair. But if you look at Golden State right now, they've got absolutely almost no depth on their team like they used to last year. If you look at it now, so basically they're relying on their starting five to almost score. <laughs> That's all okay. Points, right. That's fine. If, <laughs> I, if I'm Steph Curry, <laughs> Kevin Durant, and Ahmed. Clay Thompson, yeah. I'm okay with that. When we, when we do slight projections, right, in any given game, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant <laughs> are guaranteed to score 20 points. That's, that's 60 points. Who's the number one option on that team, though? Kevin Durant. I would be uh, Kevin too. Steph Curry. No. No, 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 no. Let me explain what they're going to do. Because I've had nightmares about this. Right. Let me, let, me, let me set up a nightmare for you. Game 7, Western Conference Finals, Spurs, Golden State. And guess what they're doing all day? Pick and rolls, Kevin Durant open, and they're chasing Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry is one-on-one every play. Uh, I see what you mean. I, I, I really do. Like, see, with Kevin Durant, like, 
You're gonna give him, he's gonna get a guaranteed 27 points maybe. Clay Thompson get his 21. Steph Curry's gonna get his 25 maybe 30. So all of them can explode on, on any given night. And then you have Jerron Green with triple double as well usually. But the guys behind them like who the starting center right now is Zaza Pachulia. You know that's not bad. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Let me tell you, man. Like you have these. I agree. It doesn't. It, it does not matter. At this point, it's even a given night. Each of those players you counted can score 50 in a blink of an eye. Like, they have guys who at any point, if they hit three, four shots straight, the game is over. Like, if Clay hits three or four straight, it's over. KD does that, it's over. Steph does it, it's over. No team has that. That's true, yeah, that's true. What what teams also don't have is the time clock, the death clock. You know what the death clock is? It's in the first first quarter. If you're down by 10, you're dead. They press the button yeah. when the game starts. If you're down by 10 in the first quarter, you're already gone. Uh, yeah, it's going to say, yeah, they're looking big. See, how many wins are you going to get next year? I don't think they're going to get the record. I don't think they're going to go for it. Yeah, they'll be the record. No they're, no, they're not. They're not going to go for it because they saw how much that took out of them and it didn't mean shit in the end. They're not. No, they let me tell you, no. No, let me tell you what's going to happen, right? All those guys are egomaniacs. All those guys have huge chips on No, they're not. They get all those guys, the, the uh, whole fucking no, thing about this, the war is no, how selfless they are. Go. They're not about, you know, all the uh, personal accolades. I don't think they're going to go for it. They're, they're not going to give you a shit about this. that. You have to They hate to lose. It's true. They do hate to lose. But Look, what, not only do they hate to lose. And no, not only do they hate to lose. In October 31st, the first game, you know what's going to happen? Name a name a team. Name a team. Just say the name. The Philadelphia 76ers are gonna actually try to be the one to beat them. So is every game. So it's not October. It's October to April. Every team's gonna try to give them the loss. Well, every team, of course, will try to beat them. But they only, they, there's only two say? or three that actually. You're mad that we have KD. You're mad that we have KD. We're gonna show you what that is. Because every every fans are gonna cry about it. Every fans are gonna have the bleachers. Every fans are gonna boo them. Every fans are gonna hate them. This is gonna be Miami. This is going to be the LeBron in Miami on steroids. I don't think it's going to uh, be yeah. that bad. I, the LeBron it's thing. It's going to be on steroids. The LeBron thing was bad only because they did the whole, you know, not one, not two kind of bullshit. No, 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 no. no, no, no. There was a decision. Worse. There was somebody. This is worse. This isn't as bad only because Kevin did it a little bit more low key. And no, it, no, like, no, 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 no. I was mad you for a year. I was mad for a year after the decision. Like, I was purely pissed at LeBron James. After a week, I'm okay with Kevin Durant. I'm I'm starting no, to understand to, it more. Let me drop. Let me drop. Why this is bad? Then not one, not two, not three, not four. You know why this is bad? So like seventy nine. You have an MVP caliber player. Look at seventy nine and say, "I'm going to enjoy." Everybody said, "Fuck you." The media said, "Fuck you." Everybody. I'm not. Said, I'm not defending I him. I think. It, I think, like Stephen A. said, it was the weakest move ever for a superstar to yep. go to the team that beat him. Like no no Hall of Fame superstar does that. That's the part that I didn't like. Otherwise, than that, it's kind of true. We don't. We wouldn't so what criticize. Do do it ruins it because you know what? Legacy's built on fandom, and the fans hate it. It doesn't ruin it because in thirty years, we're still going to say Kevin Durant has won two rings. We're not one really. Two rings? He probably will win if one or two rings. He can get plenty. If he stays there, I'm saying in this contract, he, you know, he'll probably yeah, win he's gonna too. leave next year. I don't think he's leaving. He said he wants to be long term. Yeah, he's yeah, he said yeah, he wants to stay. 
You know, like, it, I, I really do think he's guilty. Just let's note it because I think it's going to happen. But we, you know, we wouldn't criticize any guy who wants to go to a better situation, a better job, make more money, have a chance to rise at any company. We wouldn't make, no. we, we wouldn't criticize a guy for that. It's just the way the team he went to is the is the problem. If he went to the Spurs, I wouldn't be as mad. If he went to the Celtics, I wouldn't no, be as mad. No, no, no. Well, this is what we really wanted. Listen to what every fan in the world wanted. We wanted to see KD in the East. We wanted to see KD in the East go to the finals. Or we wanted to fun. see Golden State against Oklahoma City with KD on Oklahoma City again. Like, no, that no, rivalry no. is gone. You know, I, personally, me, what I wanted was KD to face them. I want him in the finals. Yeah, that, that's the one thing. I, I wanted, I wanted him, him to, to win his ring on them. Yeah. And now, you know, and he's, he, he he's piggybacked. He, he piggybacked on them. That's the part I don't like, but it's also, do you want to stay in Oklahoma City for the rest of your life? It's still going to be fun as fuck to watch. <sighs> I'm, I'm, he can he has to leave Oklahoma, though, because no. I, I can never ever see him winning with Russell Westbrook. No, I don't believe really? that. I don't believe that. See, when people compare this to the decision, LeBron decision, that was different. LeBron was playing with Booby fucking Gibson and, like, Sasha Pavlovich and nothing. Kevin yeah. had Russell Westbrook. He had young bigs. They just traded for Oladipo. He had a good franchise. It's not like he was playing for the Cleveland in 2009. He was playing for a good franchise. He could have won a title. He could have. He could have won a title. He was up 3-1. So. He was Golden up 3-1 on Golden State with the team he had last year. They got a little bit better, and I think they could have beat Golden State. So that's and why it's if different. If you can't beat them going up 3-1, how can you beat them? They they threw that away though. They they messed up game no, six. Didn't, didn't game away. six they, they you, fucked up. They when you watched them the, out. No, when you watched when you watched um the Western Conference semifinals or the final line. Yeah. Game five, that was the game to take it. When they won game five, you can feel it that it was over. You can feel it. Because that the clean game with the momentum they had and cause they already the momentum they have, and they're they're already champions. That they were gonna put the the leg on their neck, the feet. They were gonna choke them, and that's what they did. Still, yeah. I, I, yeah. It, the the problem for me and Katie is just how not how he did it, just where he went. If he went anywhere else, it wouldn't be as bad. But it kills the competition in the NBA. I mean, you, you I, I don't think I can remember a time when we know who the finals are. In July, it's true. Oh no, no! <laughs> like, what's the uh, point? Right now, I can tell you. Right now, Cleveland. Yes, and Golden State. You, Golden don't, State, you don't have to worry about it for the next four it. years. You don't have to think about it for the next four years. Yeah, I will say that the one thing I'm liking about it is that it will bring back the power game to the NBA because last year every team tried to replicate what Golden State was doing, and you can't do that because you don't have the two best shooters ever. But now everyone knows you can't replicate what they're doing, so you're going to have to beat them with the power inside game. That's that's the way you beat this team. Which I read today, actually, that's actually a pretty good segue to what I read an article about the Philadelphia 76ers. Because a lineup that they were throwing, that the person who <laughs> read the article threw in, was a lineup that had Ben Simmons being point guard at 6'10", or 6'7", sorry. No, he's 6'10". He's 6'10". He's 6'10". A point guard, like point guard at 6'10", where you have Cummington, you have uh, the uh, Embiid, uh, Embiid and Okafor. Where the third, you know, uh, what's that, what's that, uh, Dario? Dario Sarge. Yeah, Dario Sarge. Dario Sarge as your small four. 
that wouldn't work only because those guys are way too young. But like in seven Ooh. years, maybe that 76er lineup you're you're trying to throw. Oh no, no, no! I'm not saying they're winning. I'm not saying they're winning championships. Well, no but shit. But if they play that and develop that, that's nasty. Nah. That's length. I mean, see, I'm not the biggest Joel Okafor fan, though. That's the thing. Joel can play. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like last year, when he had the he had the ball though, what almost over fifty percent of the time he had the ball last year. Yeah, he put up seventeen and seven. But like, do you really think his usage rate is going to be that high this year with Philadelphia? No. I don't think so. No, but this this is the thing, right? He he knows how to play post. He doesn't play away from the basket, and he doesn't play, he doesn't shoot. You need you need that you need game, that, you need that the game is going to be easier for the game is going to be easier for all of those guys because Ben Simmons is a great pass. He's going to give him a bump. He's he's going to find those guys in open. Yeah, space. let's be real. Philadelphia's going to actually win twenty five games this year, though. They're not going to be the worst in the NBA. Yeah. No, they'll 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 still be horseshit. But you know. I, I'll tell you the worst in the NBA right now. Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's not even hard. God. God um, damn. And Jeremy Lin is making as much money as Steph Curry. The Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Been pretty quiet. I'm so disappointed. I am too. I usually like to really look up and see yeah. who we're bringing on, but nothing. Just nothing. Um, what do you think, man? About the, the disappointment the Raptors. The Raptors have do, you think, do you think there was a move to be made, or do you think they, they, they were smart for sitting on their hands? Well, if you look at the Raptors, really, this like this year, you're looking at a team that like you they lost this back obviously, but like drafted that guy out of Utah or whatever. Yeah, so, <laughs> like the Montreal man, like he he basically he just paid that eighty million to basically guard LeBron if you think of it, right? Yep. And he so and he basically didn't do his job. No. Nope. You look at JP, like he's not going to give you that defensive. Whatever you call it, uh, rim protection that Bismack gave you. No. So Toronto, like I see them as the top four team in the East, but like they're not really a threat to Cleveland in my opinion. There's no. There's, there is no. Yeah, there's no threat to Cleveland, but I think this team is going to do worse. I, I don't see them in the conference final. I see Boston in the conference final this year. Boston did better. Teams went above Toronto. They did. They made moves that put them above Toronto. And now Toronto is kind of actually. Like, I think there's one more move to be made. What? I think they might be a slick, sneaky shit to get what Cleveland wants, and it's to get rid of Kevin Love for Dwayne Wade. No, 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 no. no. D Wade already signed his contract basically with Chicago, right? Exactly. I know he wants it in Chicago. I don't think he. And with Cleveland. Yeah. They're already how much above the cap, right? But it's the same amount of money. I don't Chicago would accept that, really. If you think of it, why wouldn't Kevin you? Love, Kevin Love is a better asset. I doubt that. Honestly, Kevin Love or D Wade, I'm going to take you. Even D Wade at 40, I'll probably take Jordan over Kevin Love. No, 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 not the greater stat of the team. Not to, not, not to get greater vision. D Wade's not going to play in an elite level in two years. He's not. He, he did okay last year. Kevin Love never played in the elite level in his prime. He definitely did. What elite level? He didn't bring his team to an elite level, but he played in an elite level. He was top of the player. Elite is to bring your team to an elite level, right? There's only two players that do that. There's actually only two players that do that. Then who? There's only Chris Paul is not an elite player, and they're using that idea, but he is. He is one of the best point guards, but Clippers. Have not done nothing, and New Orleans have not done anything. No, bro. When Kim Love was in Minnesota, did they even make the playoffs? 
You know, Chris Paul, the Clippers are always shooting to make the playoffs. When he was in New Orleans, they even made the playoffs, right? But he's not messing with the playoffs. I'm just saying, Kevin Love, you can build a team around him. I like you that. Made, you made the time. I like your deal. I like your deal to Chicago, though. I, I kind of like that, actually. And I kind of think that, because it's only a one-year deal with uh, D. Wade. It's, uh, so he could opt out after this year, or they could trade him for Kevin Love. And he, I think Kevin Love would do better on that Chicago team than he is on Cleveland. How do you think D. Wade would fit in Cleveland if, if that trade proposal would happen? That's the one thing. I think that would be weird. I think him and LeBron are too similar. So I don't know if that like, would work, him and Cleveland. Both him and LeBron. I think they just do it for the the nostalgic purposes. No, if, no, I can tell you how it works though. Please explain. They really, they really didn't. They really didn't really focus on a Kevin Love. Um, they tried to give him some stats, but they really didn't play the game towards Kevin Love. Where they just give him open shots in the three and throw it into him when he has uh, uh, like when he has, uh, when there's an undersized person guarding him, right? Yeah. Where they really lean on J.R. Smith's shots. So if you give the amount of balls to give J.R. Smith and what we potentially give a power forward and just have a power forward just do picks and pick and rolls and rebounds and just give Dwayne Wade just his shots, you can play it. Or what you could do is have Kyrie and Wade at your, your backcourt, have J.R. play this, uh, the three and play LeBron at the small ball four. That's amazing too. Yeah. I, so, yeah, that that'd probably be the smartest. And thing. That, I'm not going to lie, that kind of competes with Golden State. That would oh, be yeah. good for me. For sure. So that's why I think that that's actually a realistic possibility. But yeah, we'll see. I, I, if he goes to Cleveland, that would give him a better shot. I thought he was going to Cleveland in this free agency, but we'll see. We'll yeah. We'll see. Said you're also a baseball fan. Oh yeah. What's your what's your favorite Blue baseball? Jays fan, yeah. Oh, Blue Jays, Blue Jays. Um, following this, uh, the Cleveland Indians, they're pretty much having a great season of their own. Since uh, the the curse is broken, do you think it would even matter if Cleveland Indians won the, the title? Yes. Well, I'll let you answer, but yeah, go on. Yeah, that'd be that'd be big for two titles in like what in one year and. But like and the, what was the last time, like before this, the last time they added like Jim Brown and the uh, like the six and the Cleveland between Browns, right? Yeah. But like, so, but it wouldn't be as big as I mean. It would be as big because of LeBron. That's why, you know. Yeah. But but like it'd still be a big, bigger accomplishment for me. Uh, in, especially in baseball, because uh, baseball is I think baseball is harder to win than basketball. Yeah, especially because we love games. That's why, really. Yeah. So the amount of games, the amount of, of potential factors that can end a season, because if, if, if you if you if you if your starting pitcher goes down and you're you're like you know you don't have any health to play, you're done, you're over. Yeah. So I mean like, or you take really bad losses. Like if you lose, like if you see a team lose like three or four series in a row, <laughs> that's already ten percent of the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which you can easily lose four series in a row. So I mean. If the Cleveland Indians, the Cleveland gets any other champions, they're good forever. Yeah. They're so happy. God no longer. They're so happy.
one really big, crazy prediction from each of you about this upcoming NBA season? So you look at the NBA season, maybe? Yeah, one, one, one prediction you have that can be crazy as possible you think is going to happen this year. Uh, oh, Russ, Russ, Russ is going to average triple-double. <laughs> I like that one. I, I think <laughs> right. He's going to be pissed. I mean, he's Yo, not, I, just, I just saw the image right now. I'm going to lose the game. I'm going to 34 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. Yeah, I also have to be having an Oscar Robertson type season. I can see that. Because he doesn't have to pass. I can see that. Exactly. And there's no one to pass to, so I can see that shit. No, no. It's yeah. never, the question was never who we're going to pass to. Kevin Durant. Was, hey, Russell, pass to KD at least exactly. 10 times today. No, he doesn't have to do yeah. that shit. It's all him. But he's not coming back either. He's not signing his extension. I think he's he's out the door too. He's heading to LA. Yeah, he's heading to LA. Yeah, he's finished with that. Mo, what's what's one crazy prediction? Cleveland losing in the second round of the playoffs this year. Wow. Cle- I I feel I actually feel that Cleveland got an amazing amazing matchups this year towards the end to Toronto. I, I I see them facing like an Indiana somehow, and like the matchups made where Indiana yeah. beats them. I feel yeah. like they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna lose the East, and then every NBA fan is gonna have a huge sign, and be like, "Fuck! Now we're not gonna see. We're gonna gonna see Golden State win, or or <laughs> or we too. see something. We see that happen with a catastrophic injury to Golden State, and some dark horse Western Conference team comes, and they make it to the finals. If that was yeah. to happen, I think the only team in the world. Clippers. I was, that was going to be my crazy prediction. I wasn't even going to say it, but uh, my crazy prediction would be like the Clippers beat Golden State or something like that. But, I know. I don't think anyone beats this team full strength. There, there, full strength? No. Sense. No. But I, with an injury, there, there's always a chance with an injury. No, and the thing is, even with an injury, because that team was already hard to beat this year without the, like an MVP caliber player. It's true, yeah, yeah. Like, Golden State's basically like, at least on paper so far through the offseason, they're almost unbeatable when it comes to playoff time. Yeah. No, you know what? You know what Golden State is? Golden State's apocalypse was that they actually got Xavier's power. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, 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 he's the end of X-Men Apocalypse, where he actually <laughs> took his power, and they're like, holy shit, what the fuck now? Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a fucked up year, but uh, and I'm 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 almost on the stance where unless Golden State is like starting the season off zero and five, I'm not watching. What's the fucking? Thing? No, What's the, the thing is you're gonna watch because they're gonna be. You're not gonna watch like every game. You gotta watch when they're get, like thirty five and zero. No, it's gonna be it's a different Cleveland. It's gonna December. be a different year. <laughs> it's gonna be a different year of NBA watching for me, where I'm not I'm not gonna be that involved anymore, only because I know Golden State is just gonna fuck everybody up. So no, you, you know you watch Christmas though. Yeah, I'll watch the big games, Christmas, and you know the big matches. But I'm I'm not gonna watch that many Raptor games. I'm not I'm not I'm not invested I'm, this year. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be focused. This is this the teams I'm gonna be focused on this year is Minnesota, New York, um, San Antonio, and I want to see I want to see I want to see I want to see Philadelphia. Yeah, well, Philadelphia. Yeah, Benson. Um, what's your uh, between the two of them, Ben Simmons or Brandon Brandon Ingram? See. If at the, right now I'm taking Brandon Ingram because he can shoot, he can create for himself, mm. and I'd, I'd have to say he's probably like Ben Simmons. Like he didn't show that like he was um, a go-to player this year at LSU, where he couldn't take him over the hump. But I understand because he had really nobody on his team. Yeah. No. And but looking in the future, 
Yeah, I'm probably going to take Ben Simmons because they don't like Kawhi Leonard didn't come into the NBA with a jump shot. Jimmy Butler didn't come into the NBA with a jump shot, but they all slowly developed it. So I can see Ben Simmons developing a jump shot and then becoming a like a, like a force in the NBA. Yeah, just professional. I mean, he's he, he should just lock himself in a gym for a summer and learn how to shoot. I think he will eventually. So you know, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on the Ben Simmons train. Mo, you're the only one on the Brandon Ingram train. Watch that train crash and burn. He's on the Lakers. He's on the Lakers. Something something. D'Angelo's gonna fuck him up. Oh man, you know, we we are hitting on the 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 fact that the NBA might be different, but I actually. The thought came to me right now, where we might see a, a better play of the NBA, where teams are going to be focused on not only trying to beat them, but trying to prove that you don't have to have a team with four superstars to win. You're going to see teams work hard on their craft teams, Good luck play with better, Good play luck smarter. And I do, I do believe so. I think they're, these guys, all these men are they're men. They all have egos, and they're all going to try to be like, you know what? We're going to show our fans and our families that. We're no bitches. We're gonna fucking play, and we're not gonna lose like that. They're, like I said, they're not gonna win. But we're gonna see better basketball. Yeah. You think more? You think it's gonna be more competitive because people just want to knock these guys off? Yes. Right. Well, let me, let, me, let me give you something. You're in schoolyard, right? You're in your school, and you know there's this one kid that every day at lunch when he comes play ball, he wrecks everyone. You know what you're doing in the afternoon? You're yeah. running sprints. That's true. You're shooting a hundred times. You know what you're saying? I might not beat him, but tomorrow I'm not losing my twenty. And when Jessica sees me, or whatever sees me, <laughs> I'm gonna look fly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that. You know, yeah, next day, I'm gonna train harder. He's gonna beat my ten. And that one day, when you're, you know, it's tie game, one by two, you're gonna shoot that three pointer open and you get it. But you're still gonna lose. <laughs> but you're that close. I think yeah. it's it's good for LeBron because I kind of wondered, like Jordan's situation. LeBron won the MVP this year. He could. He might. Um, I, I kind of thought, like, it was like a Jordan situation where, like, he, like, he retired because he said he had nothing left to prove. It's like, well, this, what does LeBron have left? He won, in, he won in Miami. He's won for Cleveland. Now what's left? But now now he is this. So You're happy. That's, the most, that's, that's, that's a disrespectful statement to LeBron. How is he has one thing to prove. He has one thing to prove. Six rings. That's true. Yeah, he basically, you know, the second coming, almost everyone talks about the same thing. He's been in the league for 13 years he, right now. He what? is nowhere done. You think he's, he's really going to get six rings? The people do. He, he, he is one of the best players to ever play basketball, but no one's going to give him the respect because they have this guy named Michael Jordan with six. You really think that LeBron James is, has a, is going to win six titles in his career? No, he's well, not. He's, he's going to play till 45. <laughs> He's got a break in the burnout suit. I actually don't think this guy's a monster. I don't think he's human. He's a monster. I, I don't even you know. He's a monster. He's not human. He has never had a major injury. He's had a motor. That's the, the worst thing that ever happened to his crash at a game. It's true, but like. Yeah, Kobe was fine. He was all durable too until he tore his Achilles and then it was. Game over. Yeah, but that's that's year seventeen. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you think LeBron's gonna play till for twenty years in the NBA? He's played thirteen, right? Yeah, seven years. So seven years. Yeah, I don't think you have like seven years of no. LeBron and you you will you will one hundred percent see LeBron play because he will coast. And now that they they have these monsters out there, and he's in a, such a weak conference, 
He's going to coast through oh, yeah. the season. He's going to coast throughout the season. He knows that he And he he's going to... Because he, ha- he has Kyrie. Yeah, he can kill him. Kyrie's going to... He can kill him. Kyrie can be a thing. And when, the, when you see when the playoff comes, like yeah. this year's playoff, killer. Mm. Killer. Absolute killer. Tons of, tons of good shit to watch out for the NBA season. Again, I probably won't be watching unless Golden State is doing shit. I'm just, I'm pissed off. As a, as a basketball purist, I'm pissed off at the Kevin Durant. You know what? But, if you want to jump on a bandwagon, the Edmonton Oilers have seats. You can come in <laughs> and enjoy the greatness. <laughs> the greatness to come. I don't know shit about it, but I'm sure you do. Why was I texted you after the uh, Taylor Hall trade? Why was it so bad? That that that, that hurt me because I, I really so that like they, they traded one for one with New, uh, New Jersey. Um, they got a a a, a decent player, but like not. He's an okay player, but like Taylor Hall is one of the best forwards, not forwards, but you know, one of the best scorers. But they replaced him with, like, Mel Mucci just not that bad either, right? One of the best left wingers in the whole league. But Mucci just pretty good too, right? No, we signed Mucci. No, that was our week, though. We signed him. Yeah, because you signed him because you knew Taylor Hall would be expendable now that you have Lucci, right? Not necessarily, too, because we could have traded Taylor Hall. We could have done. If we really tried, we could have got the Subai trade. Yeah, yeah. Subai was never one for one. We could have easily get a package ready with Taylor Hall and get Subai. Yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. Instead of Larson, Come on, so I'm like, we don't need draft picks. We could have packaged it and get Weber. Like, we could have done something that they traded for we got, but it's going to be fine. And Conor McDavid, I said Conor McGregor almost is a fighter. (laughs) But Conor McDavid, he's, uh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. What's your prediction for this year? You making the playoffs? Is it it fine? We'll make the playoffs, 100%. Okay. I'm not out of my mind. If we don't, I'm actually, I'm, I say this every year. <laughs> I remember it was like three years ago. I told you, I'm like, yo, bro, seriously, they don't make it this year. <laughs> but uh, when we got, um, when we got, no, not even Yakupak, I think it was the year before Yakupak. We're like, no, it might have been Yakupak. I'm like, yo, we got Yakupak now? Go oh, off. No. Nope. I, I, I'm sorry. You're the Minnesota Timberwolves of, uh, of the NHL. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Minnesota Timberwolves look amazing, though. They should really, I'm being honest, like, I, I think Ricky Rubio should be expendable, honestly. He probably will be. Chris, Chris Dunn is looking nice in Summer League, so he might be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, just the potential. Think of the fucking madness it was when you have Andrew Wiggins running, right? You have Carl Anthony Towns running. You have Zach Levine running. Who's going to get the ball? They're all going to finish. It's true. And then you have Chris Dunning and, like, what, facilitating, basically. You have uh, a good backup in Gorgie Jang or whatever. He's actually really under too. So they got a bunch of pieces, young pieces. And then, what, Shabazz Muhammad, too, to yeah. score off the bench, right? Yep. So yeah. Yeah. we'll be doing some time for sure. I hope so. Probably yeah. Town might be the best center in, like, three years, man. Fuck. We, me and me had a, a bet. Uh, who's going to be better in five years? Carl Anthony Towns or uh, Jalil Okafor? And I took Jalil oh, no. Okafor. <laughs> I'm losing that one. He fucked up so bad. Because like, every summer, uh, on the, every summer we kind of get like the, the top picks and then we see who has like their uh, positions and we're like, who's going to be better? 
Yeah. And he picked Julian Okafor, which in, at the time, you're like, maybe. Let me ask you this. Who's going to be better than their prime? Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Davis? Ooh. I think Carl Anthony Towns. I think Carl Anthony Towns. Yo, let me tell you something. There's such a canvas with Carl Towns that he could be so damn. He could be the next Tim Duncan. No, I'm going to drop something. I'm going to drop something on you guys. If Anthony Davis, coming out of college, had an opportunity to play with other players like him, young, he would be even better than he was when he started learning. That's fair. That's a fair. He absolutely killed people. That's true. Yeah. If he had a squad of boys to work with every day, train, and you guys develop together, I promise you. He's been injured. He's never been healthy. That's, that's the thing, yeah. too. He's always been injured, too. Like, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns at least looks a little durable. But, like, you know, but the thing is, he's been actually doing all this damage the last three years or four years. Injured. Yeah, it's true. Imagine if he was healthy. Yeah. That's fair. I, see, I just like the upside of Carl Anthony Towns. Like, see, what more upside do you see with Anthony Davis compared to Towns, right? They're going to be really similar. I mean, they both are big guys who can step out and shoot. They both play defense. They both have post game. They're very, very similar. I just want to, I'm just going to enjoy them. It's, it's going to be two good big guys for the next 10, 10 to, to 15. I mean, one, one question. Weakest position. In terms of the, like the top caliber players. The weakest position? The weakest position I in the think. NBA? Which position are you going to go for? I was going to say, yeah. Really? That, that position is dying yeah. out. Like, there's a, just stress. There's basically Dream on Green. Uh, and then who else, who else are you going to say, right? Because mm-hmm. why hasn't ever been. Blake Griffin? Griffin. Blake Griffin. Be careful. Max Shelton is basically the five, right? No, he's four. We played DeAndre five. I'd yeah, I'd say like, yeah. It's basically, I'd say the four. Because the shooting recognition, you have Clay Thompson, James Harden, you got DeRozan, you got Wade, you got, you got a bunch of good James Butler. Not really, you have five. But you have like, three power forwards. Two, three power forwards. No, you, no, you have five shooting guards that are massive drop-off. <laughs> you have power forwards and, like... Some pretty big names, almost, if, you're a good, if you're a good athlete that can finish around the rim, you can be a starting power forward. But, like, you don't even have to be a power forward in the traditional sense anymore. It's just a guy who... Like, the power forward position is just big... Really big. Three, three guys. The yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. Like you have to be able to sh- like LeBron James is the best power forward in the NBA. <laughs> like when you, when, you does, put, yeah, when you put him at four, he's the best power forward in the NBA. Like the position, it's a weird position at this point. Like you don't really need to have a power forward okay. anymore. Just, just like I really believe for some reason that by July 15th, in my head, after like that, that Blake Griffin's gonna get traded. For some reason, I really thought Blake Griffin was going to leave this year. I don't think he is going to get... Well, nah. No, I thought he was. Like, prior to the free agency. For who, though, now? The, the, the question is, who's, who, who's he getting traded for now? The few people who I thought yeah. he might get traded for have even been traded, or the team just doesn't make sense anymore for him to get traded. I think he's, he's stuck there. Yeah. Besides KD, though, who was your, the status free agent for you? When you saw, you're like, come on, man. The saddest? Bismack. I didn't, want, I didn't want Bismack to go. Really? I love Bismack. I knew, I knew we couldn't afford to bring him back. That fucking like, DeMar contract. I have to go maybe like the worst side, 
Like the one that actually absolutely baffled me was Timothy Longmuffin. Oh, yeah. That guy getting oh, what? That much money? I don't know what Ali was thinking. The way I do oh, the cap, because I used to love all the salary cap and all the all the ins and outs of that shit. You pretty much have to divide everyone's contract by two to really understand what they're worth, because it's like, fifth, yeah. like it doesn't make any sense. And the, the biggest one for me, I think, is Alan Crab. That motherfucker makes fifteen million a yeah, year. That's true. A year. I bet you don't even know who Alan Crab is, bro. And this motherfucker is making as much as yeah, and he's making as much as the American. I think of my guy because that guy is still kind of pissed me off. That was so sad when Mike Conley signed back to Memphis. Oh, that's really sad. That that was fuck. Not the money wise. Why? Not the money. Why? Why do you think Memphis is going to be good next year? Right? If they can stay healthy, they're going to be good. If Chandler can stay healthy, they can be good. Yeah. These guys. He never finished a fucking season. It's true. Yeah, I wouldn't give him money with those knees. I wouldn't trust those knees. Remember when he came to Dallas, you're like, wow, he left Houston, this is his opportunity. We have to finish the season. Yeah. yeah. The money is the money is beyond me. I don't know. That's still actually you don't understand what's gonna happen in like four to five years. When when Mike <laughs> Trout and Bryce Harper and all these guys sign their contract, you're gonna be like, What the fuck's happening with the world? <laughs> like Ahmed, did, did you understand, right? When like, you what, guys, like David Price when he got this offseason. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 Specifically, like if you're to play basketball analogy, like it's LeBron and Seth Curry were the two best players in your league. Like, without a doubt. Those are the mm-hmm. best players. Right? Mm-hmm. And these guys, like, I might try to own that last year, a year and a half or two years ago, he signed the moderate deal of $130 million. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's it's good. Good. Well, thank you, uh, Ahmed. You know, uh, Ahmed came into the 
the recording saying that he, you know, he was snuffed in one. He had 20 minutes. He went an hour and almost 20 minutes in. Um, shout out to him for staying. Appreciate the invite. No problem. One more time, just give them the uh, website they want to find you, read your stuff. Yeah, for sure, man. Just check me out at nextgensports.ca. And then, yeah, you'll just find my articles right there. There you go. Mo, Ahmed. Yep. Thank you again. Yeah, thanks hey, a lot. Everybody, everybody pick up that new uh, Schoolboy Q album. It's fire. <laughs> you know, what are you, fucking promoter? <laughs> no, it's actually good. So, yeah, it looks natural. The unofficial promoter of Schoolboy Q, Mo is telling you go. Cop that out. Hey, bitch. Um, so yeah. Um, starting well, the starting five pod at gmail.com. If you want to shit talk your happy, um, positive things for me. Um, <laughs> and, Thank uh, you again, man. Have a great day. Yeah, great day. I'm doing everything. All right. Yeah. Thank you again, man.